I never promised that this would be an extremely safe space. I said confident. I cannot always promise safety. It was something that was explained to me when I asked somebody else to give me a safe space. But I can promise you confidence. The confidence to show up however you are. And that's how I'm showing up, however I am. Grand day. And welcome to the Giving You Your Flowers podcast brought to you by your girl, Alexa, a podcast created as a confident space for Black women and women of color to share their stories, their knowledge, growth, love, and more. No filter. A place for our roar to be heard and not labeled as aggression. And trigger warning, I cannot promise that you won't be moved, hurt, euphoric, or anything in between but I can promise you the space to express confidently, all right? Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing wonderful. I wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for everyone who listens in and tunes into this podcast in order to you know, get your flowers or just to pass the day, pass some time away. I just appreciate your ears and you lending them to me. Um, This is your time and your, you know, peace and whatnot. So I did just want to start off by saying I do appreciate that and thank you to everyone. Um, I also wanted to go into the simple fact that I, I had to start over. I had to start over with how I thought about going about this podcast today and how I thought about debuting this and even how I maneuver my day. So to be quite honest, today I was already in the process of editing and recording for this topic, but... I decided to just switch it up because it felt to me like very scripted, very inauthentic. And that's literally something I just, as an individual, don't even want to come close to. I want to be as authentic and raw and as much of myself as I can possibly be. It's Saturday and I had heck of plans. And guess what? I canceled every single one of them and I decided to just dance. I listened to music for hours on end and danced. It felt so beautiful to just let go. Like, I mean, let go. I was stomp the yarding in this bitch. Like it felt so surreal to just let go and be myself and it got me back to what I was supposed to do and what I was supposed to talk about and this episode is about my why why did I start this podcast why do I do what I do what 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 gets me going and hopefully with this episode it can help someone else maybe find their why or understand their why but I feel like understanding and finding your why, your purpose, what you lean into helps you every single day. Now, 
you'll get to really understand what dancing and me getting in the groove and canceling all of my plans uh how that had to do with my why towards the end but for now i'll just give you you know just a little rundown on my why on this episode before i get into me let's take a little time to get into you And I want to say that you are great. And I would like for you to recognize that greatness. No matter where you are in life, no matter where you started, no matter what your story is, all of us are so unique and so complex and so amazing. And I feel like being bogged by the day-to-day, we tend to forget that we are amazing and we are unique within ourselves. So I want to take some time before I go into any story about me to just acknowledge the listeners and let you know that you have greatness within you. Like even within my description of the episode, I typed that up before I even finished it. And it's, you know, talking about in short people who, you know, can tap into their bedside, like literally sleeping in bed. If laying in bed all day is your thing, then tap into your greatness. People are getting paid $25 to $45 an hour to test beds. Tap into it. Get into it. You got it. You are great. You are amazing. And I just want everyone to remember that. Like, there's so much that we go through as people. And it's so much that's not acknowledged. And I do apologize for those times, like, when people haven't given you the space to recognize that you are great. But I'm here for this meaning, for this moment right here, you're being recognized for how great you are. So please tap into it, stay in tune with this, stay in tune with the universe and remember that you are amazing. So to segue off, I mean, that can help me go into my why and really to start off, my why is a part of like, this mission to help myself to help others. I want to heal myself and in healing myself, I find that I heal others in return. It's always been a big thing for me since I was a child, like a means of even escape was just helping other people. So to give you like a little rundown about me and to get really vulnerable, I'm going to tell you just like, a little bit of what got me to my why. Because that's about human development and how we are as people. Not all of us go through the same experiences and the same things that make us end up as the person that we are. Somebody else could have went through the same turmoil that I did and ended up a completely different person, had a completely different connotation on life and just didn't align with anything morally that I believe in. And that's okay. We're all individuals within ourselves and it is a beautiful thing that everybody makes their own personal choices. So to get into my story, um, I would say that growing up, I definitely can appreciate now as an adult having the best of both worlds in having a household where I had two parents 
Um, you know, I had a mother and a father figure, though they were not my biological parents. And I was sheltered enough to not have to be brought up around certain things that as I became an adult, you know, my eyes were open to and it was just like a whole new world. <laughs> like, you know, my Jasmine came out and um, to get really like deep and vulnerable about me as a person when I was in my household, though I did have great opportunities from the financial and stability components, emotionally and in a nurturing way, I was very neglected. And I remember a lot of times being a child alone in my bedroom. I grew up with majority boys in the house and being the only girl, I had my own room like all the time. So it was always amazing. I can definitely appreciate that. I can definitely appreciate having my own solitude and space because it came in handy for those times when I needed it, those times when I needed to escape. But it was also... a place where when I needed to really escape, it was also my escape. It was my escape from the daily yelling and arguing that I just didn't understand or I couldn't comprehend. It would help me to escape from just being told that I was nothing as a person um, it helped me escape, you know, being judged by my body. It took away not having a female mother figure there actually supporting me as a woman and helping me grow. I mean, I also found that solace in reading books. Like I had my, they, they would always give us books and we had like our own personal, like, libraries inside of our rooms so like the boys had like their bookshelves in their room and I had my own bookshelf in my room and it was great like to get new books from the library and just read them and escape and just be in my own world and you know just kind of live through like these female characters or whatever the character would be and just escape into my own personal world To get even deeper, because this is all going to connect to the why, um, I'll talk about some times where in childhood it got a little bit harder for me. And I want to be honest and vulnerable because this and these moments shaped me into the person that I am today. And without them, I wouldn't be who I personally am. If I didn't make the choices that I made, if the universe didn't help me the way that it did, I would not have the strength to even start this podcast, to speak to people, to help people, to help myself, to want to learn about myself. So I feel like it's very important. I feel like the strongest people in the world are the ones who can let down those barriers. 
the ones who know their boundaries and can be vulnerable with people and realize that we're all living in this human experience and we're learning every single day. So to get back to it, <laughs> um, and it's not a laughing matter, so I do want a trigger warning. Um, there is some speak about suicide. So if that is some thing that you cannot you know, um, endure or that's something that you don't feel comfortable talking about, um, I will try to include in the show notes when I, you know, talk and end about the suicide, you know, portion, and then you get me, you'll just skip through it and we'll get to the next good stuff. All right. So as a child, I did go through a lot, as I explained before, um, emotional and physical abuse in my household. I have been in my childhood beaten with every item that you could possibly think of um, from brooms to spoons to, you know, hands. Um, I have been told and called every name in the book by the people who were supposed to be my caregivers and whatnot. And going through that, living in a household where you're not living with your biological parents, though they are giving you a stable home and they're bringing you up in places where you are not dealing with things like danger or not getting your next meal like though they're giving you those types of stability they're taking away from you as a person and continually like i would get gaslit and i would get black sheep in the family and told that you know i wouldn't even say my family i would say in that dynamic of that personal family that was in that household because a lot of my outside family has claimant of not knowing the neglect of what happened to us, but saying that the person or persons in the family have, you know, kind of always been evil, but that's an entirely different story. But ahead of myself, um, continually dealing with that from a child, like literally I went to school, I think like third grade and the crosswalk lady saw me with my coat open and she literally was like it's cold outside it was like the winter time and she was like why is your coat open like zip your coat and i was just literally like i can't i can't i literally couldn't because that morning i got beat really bad for not finding the correct pair of tights i may not remember every single detail in my adult life. But I can say I do remember that specifically being the reason that I was in trouble and that I got beat that morning and my hands were swollen. The crosswalk lady, she helped me zip up my coat and she brought me to school and eventually she um, had me, you know, brought over to one of my teachers and they, you know, called me to go to the doctor and I got like checked out or whatever. Essentially, um, I got taken to the hospital and my grandma showed up, my guardian at the time showed up and um, it was a whole bunch of hoopla. I really don't know what happened. But w when I say like I was beaten from like 
childhood to like adulthood. Like I remember fist fighting in grade school some days, you know, after I would personally like to protect myself, I would do after school activities so that I would not have to go home because I knew that the moment that I got home, something was going to happen or something was going to make me feel down. So though people on the outside saw, saw such excellent things like me being a uh, senior class president or being, um, you know, debate team captain my senior year or, you know, being a part of the decathlon and winning medals and, you know, doing so many things in my life, those were all escapes much like that room, much like my room. And to segue into suicide and escape, my room like became like that solitude place where I just thought I can escape. And there's even more talk about torment and neglect. But um, I, when I was around 15, I did try to take my life. And um, I, I obviously didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to take a bunch of Tylenol. So I took a pill, you know, a bottle of Tylenol. And I was like, let's sit in the closet and hope it goes. I forget what happened or how, like, they found me. But, like, my, I, like, it was like my brother found me or something. Like, they were looking for me. People were, like, knocking on my door, couldn't find me, came in the room, all this other stuff, um, got me or whatever. Um, I, but long story short, I do remember after the fact, um, of getting sick and then talking to my guardian and them saying, I couldn't even do suicide. Right. Um, and just telling me like, just, just more tormenting things and whatnot. As I grew older, I definitely held on to some of that like in the back of my mind, but I didn't let it consume me because I knew my mission within myself was to make sure that I did not emit that same negative energy that was given to me. And as I got older, I continued to tap into myself. I absolutely separated myself from that network of people and when I was 18, just like they said, like they said, they're going to let me go at 18 and that'd be done. Like that was it. Ever since then, I have been taking on life and I have been living an up and down roller coaster of excellence, of gratefulness, of abundance. So that gets me to my why. Why do I do this? Why did I start? Selfishly and unselfishly, I started for me. And I wouldn't just say me in the current day. I am talking about every version of me. I'm talking about little Alexa, who needed someone to do her hair in grade school because the lady in the house didn't do it. I'm talking about high school Alexa, who needed someone to talk to her openly and honestly. There was a car that just screwed it past, so I'm not cutting that out. I'm just keep going. But 
that Alexa that needed someone to talk openly and honestly about sex and what that meant so that when she was ready to do it, she felt like she was doing it safely. I'm talking to that Alexa when she was 20 years old and she got her heart broken. I'm talking to that Alexa when she was 22 years old and she lost her job for the first time. And I'm talking to every girl and woman and person out there who has been through and gone through something. My why is definitely because I need it, but also in the journey of me realizing that I need it, these words, this uplifting, this love, I realize other people need it. I realize other people deserve it. And I refuse to leave anybody behind. And I realize that in doing everything that I do for myself and for others, there is going to be pushback. There are going to be naysayers. There are going to be non-believers. And that's okay. Because I continue to go back to my why. Why did I do it? For me, for others, to heal myself, to heal others. Everyone deserves it. Like, I cannot stress it enough. Like, oh. And it's, it gets difficult sometimes. Like, really, like, really getting to your why. Like, it gets difficult to stay there, too. Because you will find that you will have so many hurdles. You will have so many things and people that try to convince you otherwise. But you have to be confident. You have to be one within your mission and stay there, stay loyal to it. I'm going to tell you one thing. One thing that I have definitely learned from creating this confident space or creating confidence within myself, within that why, is that people are intimidated by confidence. Intimidation looks so many different ways. Intimidation could be somebody giving you a passive comment like, you know, that's cute, but, you know, intimidation can look like someone over-explaining something sometimes. Intimidation could look like someone trying to throw you under the bus. And what you do in those situations is you have to get you a big old pot. You add some discernment and some love. You mix vigorously and you get the right decision cocktail and you pour that in the cup and you reach out to the higher power to bless it for an extra kick and you drink it up and you stay away from that. You set your boundaries. You stay in your why. Why did I start? Why am I doing this? And at the end of the day, just like my reason is for myself, other people's reasons will be for themselves. But in realizing how interconnected that we are as beings, your choices that you make within yourself affect other people. So that's why I say my choice is to help me and it helps other people. I started this podcast because I felt like I did not hear enough of my voice. 
real black women who are going through or need healing, who need that space of confidence to go through every single bit of emotion and experience that we are going through and feel like we are not being judged. There's too much going on in this world. There, People are doing too much out here to feel like they can point a finger. Yet they do all the time. And guess what? The finger is always pointed at the black woman. And that's making a generalization. So I do apologize, but I'm saying majority of the time, the things that we have to deal with, we can't blame for things that don't have to do with, uh, like literally. I was watching, and I'm getting a little off track and I'll get back, but like I was watching like some sort of like test study or whatnot. And this lady was like reviewing the fact that this black man, and again, this is just a, a case study, so just listen to it generally. But in this case study, this man was talking about his preference and how his preference didn't like him. And he was saying that in that case, all black women are this type of stern and this type of mean, and he just shouldn't like black women. His preference, when he described her, sounded very foreign. She sounded very pale. He talked about her having like very loose hair, et cetera. And it's like people's preferences, if they have any type of exotic feature, like beyond white as women, they get blamed and put on to the black woman. That woman could have been Hispanic, but guess what? Now he's mad at all the black women. Like it's freaking crazy. That's what I mean by we, we deal with and we get the blame for everything. Like, I know it's not every single person, but it's just like generalizations like that, simple things like that, where it's just like a person could be of a different ethnicity and us as black women, just because they have some sort of phenotype that could be similarly related to somebody who is partially, maybe a little bit mixed with African descent, we get the blame. It's crazy. It's, it's ludicrous. It's messed up. But within that, guess what? Us as black women, why I created this space of confidence, we gotta stay strong. And I don't mean strong by like taking on everything. I mean, we have to take, take, take the break. Take the freaking break. Take it when you're ready. Being strong means taking a break, saying no. Being strong means putting a boundary up. Being strong means standing within yourself. You don't let nobody deter you. You are the ish. Like I said before, you are great. You are amazing. Though myself, I've been through so much. I can see the light. I can see the shine. I can see that there are evils within this world and I just use my discernment and I turn my head. I do not give them a look. I do not give them attention. I give all my grace to love and people who deserve it. And I emit that out to the world and the universe. I'm human, I'm not perfect. Though there are some times where I fall into my own toxicity, I try really, 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 really hard every single day to make sure that I am treating every person 
like a person because everything that I wanted, that I needed was to be feeling like that. And I know there's no greater feeling than love, the act of giving love and the act of receiving love, the act of, of being kind and the act of receiving kindness, the act of giving compassion and the act of receiving compassion, something that I feel like innately as black women, we just naturally have. It's not saying that the rest of the world doesn't. I just feel like the rest of the world may have to work a little harder than us. And I feel like the rest of the world sometimes takes advantage of that. And like I said, you need to take a break. You need to rest. You need to realize that you're great enough to rest. So with that being said, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a rest. And I'll be back in a few seconds. Welcome back. I hope you were able to sit in that and appreciate it. I hope it resonated with whomever it needed to. Now to get back to the point of staying strong. People will listen and will use love, your words, who you are against you. If you have full faith, you will not be moved. You're human. And you have valid feelings not to say you won't be hurt in the process of someone trying to push you off the rails. But someone solid within themselves won't be shook. Let's take a building, for example. It's like super tall and it's strong. And if it ha- like that's what happens if it has a great foundation. And little do some people know, like just looking at it with our naked eye, it's affected by the wind. Tall buildings continuously every single day are swaying in the wind. You know, those huge, tall skyscrapers. Yeah, they're swinging ever so slightly every single day but we can't tell. Number one, it has a solid foundation and that's our perspective. You have to be that big, old, beautiful building. In building yourself, you're building foundation. You must find your tribe and your fellowship. It goes along with your why. Remember, a great tribe is a great foundation find your audience your niche your group solidify that and stick to it and be consistent and loyal to that community because in return you will get what you need following your why and solidifying yourself finding your foundation you get me are you listening like are you hearing me okay are you getting what i'm trying to give I'm trying to give you pieces to understand that you have purpose, you have reason, you are amazing. And that in those times where you feel like you were maybe not so much, realize that maybe there's something in the foundation that's a little funky. 
maybe the tribe's not there maybe you don't have the love and confidence maybe you're not sticking true to what you believe in but if you fix up that foundation i promise you anybody looking with that naked eye will never see you sway and it's hard it's hard there's continual pushback when it comes to living with a cause or mission i'll admit i'm multifaceted when it comes to my relationships and how i maneuver them it's complicated i have created what i feel like is a confident space for black women but i have friends of all backgrounds like literally all backgrounds white black asian indian of the lbgtq community like literally an array of friends and i love every single one of them but i realize within myself as a black woman that we do not have enough of these spaces and places for ourselves to be confident so that's getting me back to my why i personally feel like having more of that foundation and that support would have helped me a long time ago to learn lessons but that's why i'm creating this foundation and support for the people who need it i want to emit my energy to the universe and help others to realize their power and their purpose that they deserve to be cared for that they deserve to have compassion and love just like me why did i do this why did i start i started for me and it goes to you and everyone else that it has to resonate with that the universe wants it to your why doesn't have to be super huge either most of the time if we really look at it our why is ourselves we're saving ourselves even if you feel like you had an amazing beautiful glorious childhood i am grateful I will say this here and now, I am grateful for every opportunity and gain that I had within my childhood. I'm I'm not my beatings, I'm not my torment, I'm not my trauma. Never. I've let go of control of wanting to have had a different lifestyle because guess what, that has taught me the lesson and that, that's given me my why. Why I want to be there for Alexa, the little Alexa, the every Alexa that has been over life healing. I want to be there to help her to know that there is someone there for her, to know that there is someone loving her through every heartbreak or through every great experience. Because I promise you, I am not just my torment. I have been through and gone through immense, amazing experiences. I've gotten to meet Michelle Obama, okay? I've gotten to have the Howard experience, thank you very much. I've gotten to meet some amazing people in my lifetime. Freaking senators, freaking like politicians of different sorts and regular everyday people. I met a girl who is literally one of my yoga teachers and she quit her job to become a flight attendant. One of my, my professor right now is a, let me, let me get it right. Um, you know, I'm really trying to get into, you know, telling you about these great people I'm meeting and I'm really for, 
forgetting what he does. Um, but he does something with chemicals. Okay, so a chemist of a sorts, but with chemical, but with cannabis. You know, I meet and know all of these. I I have built these amazing relationships. I've gotten the chance to go to Nicaragua and help someone else to get the opportunity to have a school because I realize I am not my trauma, my torment. And my why gets me back to it. I am my why. Why am I doing this for me to make sure that I am good so that I am able to interact with this universe? Because at the end of the day, I am intertwined. You are intertwined. We are intertwined. And everything that happens to me and that I do as a person innately is done onto others and is done onto the universe. I want you to remember the universe is vast and is always listening and rewarding. Now, I know some people might be out here like, well, well I had something bad happen, you know, karma. Did it. That's rewarding. Sometimes we have to just take a positive outlook and realize that the universe is rewarding us. Have to be a good reward, a, a, a more pleasing reward or a less pleasing reward. Lessons are rewards. And there are badges of honor. Remember that you have to hold on to those badges of honor those lessons that you learn but hold them in a safe space put them on a shelf so that you see them but so that you're not hanging them around your neck and you're letting them weigh you down that's my analogy for our traumas everything in the universe is always happening for us, not to us. So when you get those badges and those medals of honor, you hang them up so that they, they do not weigh you down and you bask in the glory of the lesson that you learned. You get me? You feel me? That's for you. That's for me. That's for us. That's for everyone. One last little thing that I wanted to speak on was what guides me. A friend asked me this and what I have full faith in is a higher power. I'm not a Christian. I did grow up in a funky household and I'll probably have an episode on how I grew up in a household that was half Catholic, half Jehovah Witness, but I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in the universe. I do believe in spirits, my ancestors. I believe in my intuition, love, the need to heal, the want to heal others, family, community, peace, solidarity. That's what keeps me going and that's what keeps me getting back to my why and that's my why and that's who I am. Why did I start giving you your flowers? Because you deserve your flowers. Because no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you are, what you have, have it be vast or what you feel like is just minute, it's not. It's you and it's a part of you. And anything a part of you is amazing. 
And that's why you have to keep going because you deserve it because you deserve the world. I'm not telling you to go into dictatorship, but I am telling you to realize your value. And that's priceless. Because guess what? We say fuck capitalism up in here, right? Yeah, fuck capitalism. So I'm not putting a price on you, priceless baby. And you're amazing. So that's all I have for you today. I'll keep it as short and sweet as possible, though we know it's not short and sweet. But I just want to give you your flowers for being you and realizing your why. Why are you here? What are you doing? Why are you doing what you do every day? Why do you wake up in the morning? It's more than likely for you. So keep supporting you. Keep fangirling or boying or whatever in between over you because you deserve it. You are amazing. I am my why, you are my why, everything is the why. We're all interconnected. So here are your flowers. Until next time. All right, and if anybody wanted to know why I was dancing and how they connected, because I wanted to, that's my why. Peace.